Hello and welcome to Kazoo Corner Podcast. This is Zach. I am your host. Today's topic, we are going to be talking about the religion of atheism. Yes, atheism is a religion, and I will prove that hereafter. First, a couple of announcements. Um, I keep saying that. Actually, only one announcement. Um, I do have an episode two of this podcast. It is not on any uh, podcast-friendly platforms. There was a technical glitch. Uh, and I don't have the video anymore, so I can't upload it, unfortunately, again. But it is on my YouTube channel, Kazoo Corner. Same name, um, same type of things we're talking about on there, only kind of shorter format and more dialed into biblical confirmation, specifically um, supposed contradictions, kind of uh, picking those apart, debunking those. So if you're interested in those episodes, uh, they're on that channel as well. Other than that, episode two is actually on that channel. Um, and I will not be doing any more uploading to the episodes, to the podcast episodes on that channel on YouTube. Um, so maybe consider that promotional material if you, uh, you know, if you've seen those before on the YouTube channel. Uh, other than that, I will be posting the episodes only on podcast-friendly platforms from now on, um, specifically for that technical glitch that happened. I just don't want it to happen again. And uh, I think, you know, again, for the YouTube watchers, that was, you know, a good, I guess, advertisement for Kazoo Corner Podcasts. So uh, on to the day's topic. We are talking about the religion of atheism. Now, uh, I've always I've always found it uh, I've always heard it and found it a good practice to define terms. You know, when we're talking about something, trying to prove something, it's always a good idea to define the terms. So specifically, since we're talking about the, the my my uh, my idea that well, not really my idea, it is actually a fact. But um, since we're talking about the idea that atheism is in fact a religion. Uh, I know this is going to break a lot of people's hearts, and the true, the hardcore atheists are not going to change their mind about this. But for those of you who have an open mind, for those Christians who want to be able to kind of refute this idea that, oh, well, atheism isn't a, a religion, so we win because we're all about science. Well, um, let's define some terms. Atheism and religion. Since we're talking about atheism as a religion, atheism and religion. These are some terms that we needed to uh, define before we talk about anything, uh, really. So the first, we'll, we'll, we'll start with atheism. How about we start with athe atheism? So Google, uh, this isn't Merriam-Webster's dictionary. You know, this isn't an Oxford dic This is, we'll just use Google since, since pretty much everybody looks up everything on Google. So Google says that atheism, a noun, is the disbelief or lack of belief in the existence of God or gods. Okay, we'll talk about that in just a second. Let's let's look at the definition of religion. Uh, now there are a couple of good definitions that we can use. I will actually be using the second one, although the first one isn't that um, that bad of one. I think the second one forces us to define even more terms um, than we probably should have to. And I don't really want to get bogged down too much on definitions. We really want to stick to 
you know, as, as, as little as possible. So the first definition of religion, according to Google, is the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially a personal god or gods. Okay? Now, to me, this is kind of a sneaky, maybe slippery definition of this word religion, although I don't find it incorrect. It's a decent... Uh, it's a decent definition, but again, you know, you, you have some, you have some terms that you would have to define too. Like, what does it mean to be superhuman controlling power? What does that mean? We would have to define that. We would have to define God or gods. We would have to define, you know, you, you see what I'm saying? Like it's, it's just, we would have to define personal God or gods. Like there's just too much to bog us down with this definition. So let's go as simple as possible. I actually kind of liked the definition of atheism, although I believe that is kind of slippery. And I'll get into that a little bit more when we go back to that uh, word. Um, but the second definition, I think, is a better one because it's very simple. It's very quick, short, sweet, to the point. Uh, and it is a particular system of faith and worship. See, see, there all we have is a particular system. I think that's that's kind of easy to explain. There's not a lot of uh, well, is what does the word is mean? You know, we're not Bill Clinton here. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be very simplistic with this. Um, <clears throat> a particular system of faith and worship. Worship. Uh, there is a third one here. It says a pursuit or interest in which someone ascribes supreme importance. And that one's that one's a little bit more vague, I think. So as as well as, you know, it is a good one, but it's 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 still a little vague. So we're going to go with the second definition here, a particular system of faith and worship. OK, so now that the, we defined our terms, let's kind of dig into it a little bit. Um, so atheism, it says the d disbelief or lack of a belief in the existence of God or gods. OK, well, that's fair. But. But notice what they did say, and then notice what they didn't say. Okay, you always got to ask the questions why. Why did they use disbelief or lack of belief? Why did they not simply say the conclusion based off of facts or science that there is no God? Notice they didn't say that. Like, they didn't say really anything close to that at all. It, it's all about belief or disbelief or, you know, faith, or, you know, something like that. You know, there's, no de there's no definite, well, this is a fact. There is a fact, there is no God, and that's the conclusion we have based on science, um, a.k.a. atheism. Like, that's, that's never been the case. That's never been the way they describe themselves. They always, well, and you notice they'll always say, well, we just have a lack of belief, okay? It's a lack of belief, okay? Well... To have a lack of belief doesn't disbar you from the idea of a belief, okay? If you have a lack of a belief, that simply means you have the opposite belief, okay? That's really all that means, is the opposite belief. And if you watch my first episode of the podcast, I encourage you to go back and watch that, because this will kind of help uh, not only define what, you know, the Christian believes as God, but it'll actually help... And, and explaining the fact pretty well, I think, that you cannot prove 
nor can you disprove God. If you can't prove God, then you can't disprove God either. And in order in order to disprove God, you would have to be everywhere in the universe throughout all dimensions possible all at the same time, which is obviously impossible. And that's as far as I'm concerned that's the cuz think about it this way. Even if evolution is true, okay? And I know I like to tie evolution and atheism together, but uh, I mean, there's an obvious reason for that. I, I really don't want to get into that. That's a rabbit. That's a rabbit trail. Maybe we can talk about that in another episode. But um, the fact of the matter is, there's no way to um, there's no way to disprove God. Okay, and even if evolution were true, at least the way that the evolutionists describe it, as in macro evolution. Okay. Um, that might be another term to define later on, but um, even if evolution, even if evolution were true, that doesn't disprove God, and you haven't gotten rid of your need for God. You've simply, as they say, kicked the can down the road a little further. Okay, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't concluded anything about the existence or non-existence of God. Okay. With evolution, you have not gotten rid of the need for God. You've simply kicked the can down the road. Okay? So, atheism really is just a belief in the opposite direction. Okay? You believe there is no God. Okay? That right there, if we look at the term religion, okay, we can see that that definition of atheism actually ascribes to the idea of religion. Okay? So, remember... Atheism is simply a belief that there is no God. Notice the disbelief or lack of a belief in existence of God. They never said the conclusion based off of scientific fact that there is no God. That's not the definition. It's disbelief or lack of a belief in the existence of God or gods. It's a belief that there is no God. Okay. Remember what religion is. A particular system of faith or worship. Okay. Worship. Maybe that's a little something to define, but faith this word this word faith here that's interesting note the first definition we talked about the belief the belief in what okay the belief okay what is atheism a belief that there is no god you believe there is no god you cannot prove it remember that the belief in and worship of superhuman controlling power, blah, 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 blah. Okay, a particular system of faith and worship. Well, what's the system of faith in atheism? Well, the system of faith is there is no God. Okay, atheism is a religion right there. That's really all we have to say, okay? So as far as Google is concerned, okay, I know Google isn't the arbiter of truth, although they'd like to be. Um, it's, it's, as far as Google is concerned, and as far as anybody can logically uh, and reasonably conclude, atheism, by definition, is a religion, okay? And this would actually, this would actually make atheism a logical fallacy, okay? And we'll get into that kind of towards the concluding factors of this whole episode. But let's move on a little bit, because um, you'll always hear... Uh, and, and I've actually had this discussion with Christians, okay, or at least self-proclaimed Christians that that don't really have a um, a extensive, we'll say, uh, an extensive idea of metaphysics, okay. Not not that not that I'm an expert. 
but what I, what I'm trying to say is, you know, they, they don't concern themselves too much with, you know, metaphysics and philosophy and stuff like that. They kind of just don't think about it at all. They're a Christian or at least they're self-proclaimed Christian. And that's all that matters to them. Okay. They don't really think more about it. They just kind of, that's, that's it for them. Um, which is fine. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm not dogging you on it. If that's, if that's how you want to live your life, that's great. You know, I, I think religion and politics are probably the two things that you should talk about. You know, they always say, don't talk about politics and religion. Well, I think that's the, that's the most, that's the only thing worth talking about. Everything else is idle speech. Um, but you know, talking to even Christians or self, uh, self prescribed Christians, um, you know, I, I would say stuff like, well, you know, evolution or atheism is a, is a religion, you know, something like that. And they'd be like, well, how can they be a religion? That doesn't make sense. They don't have a God. They don't have a Bible. They don't have a place of worship. They don't have a leader. They don't have a creed. They don't have a savior. They don't have communion. Okay. They can't be a religion, right? They don't have any of those things. Okay. Well, first of all, uh, and, and this is kind of the meat of the episode, they have literally all seven of those, and I'll get into that. But um, I, I, I wouldn't say that I, I hang my hat on those points in, in the, in the, in the, um, in the idea that that's what defines a religion. Like, in order to be a religion, you have to have a god, a tangible god, or you have to have a place of worship, or you have to have a pastor, or a bishop, or priest, or you know, there has to be some kind of biblical thing or, you know, you have to believe in a heaven or something like you, you can't be religion if you don't have any of those. OK, well, again, I don't think that's what defines religion. I think what defines religion is a particular system of faith and worship. I think what defines religion is a belief in a worship of a superhuman controlling power, especially in a personal God or gods. Now, really, let's go back to that for for a second. Notice that last part, especially a personal God or gods. So what's that saying? Is that saying that religion has to include fundamentally a God or gods? No, no, not at all. Look at Buddhism. Buddhism doesn't really have a God. Buddha or Siddhartha Gautama, uh, the, I mean, I guess I don't really know too much about that religion, but I would assume that he's the fourth Buddha since they're looking for the fifth Buddha. Um, again, I, I, I'm not, I'm not too well versed in Buddhism. Um, I, I know some of the finer points, but not, not too deep of, uh, of an understanding. I, I don't pretend to know all the ins and outs of Buddhism, but, but let's look at Buddhism for a second. Number one, Buddha is not a God, or at least Siddhartha Gautama um, admitted and and told his followers, listen, I'm not a god, and and they seemed they seemed to have accepted that fact, but they still worshipped him. Okay, they worshipped him because he led them to what they believed was enlightenment. Okay, they they didn't they didn't it didn't seem it doesn't seem like they assumed he was a god. He it was just a reincarnation of some whatever. Um, and again, I don't I don't pretend to to know all the ins and outs, but let's look at another another aspect of it. Okay, they have, they have a, um, let's see, they have an afterlife, so to speak, or at least they have a lack of an afterlife. Now, this is, I think, a great tie to atheism and Buddhism. Um, their idea of the perfect afterlife is 
the absence of an afterlife, okay? It's there the idea of nirvana. Now, I'm not talking about the band nirvana. What I'm talking about is they 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 strive to reach what they call enlightenment and by doing so if they're successful when they die they reach nirvana basically it's the end of the caste system for them it's absolute nothingness it's just lights out okay no happiness no sadness no hate no love no dark no light it's when they die that's that's it it sounds a little familiar doesn't it it sounds a little like atheism there's no when you die there's no there's no life, there's no death, there's no happiness, no sadness, no dark, no light, no nothing. When you die, that's it. Uh, I mean, it, it, they seem very similar in that aspect. They seem very similar in the fact that they don't have an, a tangible God that, that they worship. They might, you know, Buddha, Buddhism might be kind of like a prophet or something like that, but it's not by definition, it's not a God. Okay, so no, I don't think you need a god or gods in order to be considered a religion. In fact, like I said, by that definition, especially a personal god or gods, this means that there are, that religion can pertain to the idea or can can uh, include the idea of some philosophy that doesn't require a god or gods. That's what that definition seems to say. And then you go to that second definition, a particular system of faith and worship. I don't see any god there. Okay, I don't see any God there. I don't see God or gods there. It's just a particular system of faith and worship. Okay, um, so let's move on to let's let's move on to kind of the meat of what we're going to be talking about here is, um, like I said, they you know atheist and like I said, even some Christians will say, well, you they don't have a God, they don't have a Savior, they don't have a Bible, they don't have a place of worship, they don't have a pastor or a creed or communion. Well, actually, they have all seven. Okay. But uh, let's let's get into it, okay? Uh, I'll talk about what what they do have. I'll talk about what that means, and then we'll dive in a little deeper to them. So, um, number one, an object of worship, okay? What's the atheist's object of worship, okay? Uh, number two, a savior, okay? Does the atheist have a savior, okay? What about a Bible or religious religious text? Do they have any? text. Keep that word in mind. Okay. Uh, place of worship. How about a place of worship? They, they don't have a church, do they? No, I don't. of course they don't have a church. That that excludes them from religion right there, right? Mm, well, let's go back to that one later. Um, how about the next one? A leader. Do they, do they, they don't have a pastor or a bishop or a priest, but do they have a leader of some sorts? Do they have, do they have people they look up to or they get their information from or or, you know, some person or persons that say things and they take it on faith without looking up anything at all about it. Hmm. How about a creed? Do they have a code, a code of ethics, a moral code? You know, um, it's uh, we'll go. Well, that's a lot to dig into. Uh, this this last one's kind of a bonus one. Uh, communion. What's communion? We'll get into that a little bit uh, later. So let's back up. To the first point, the object of worship. Does the atheist have an object of worship? Well, sure they do. Sure they do. Um, let's think of it and uh, let's think of it first the way the Christian thinks of it. Okay, the Christian worships God, right? Okay. Well, in order to worship God, you have to deny yourself, right? 
the Bible says the worship of uh, the worship of self is the denial of, is deny if to worship yourself you must deny God or or something I I can't remember the verse number or anything but that's it, out of context that's what it's saying you worship yourself then you deny God if you deny yourself you worship God okay that's kind of that's kind of the idea is you, for the Christian to truly worship God, you have to deny self. You have to put your pride aside. Um, you have to be humble. You have to have some some humility and say, I am not perfect. I'm a sinner. I'm no good. I have no righteousness. God, you have all the righteousness. You are good itself. You are love and light itself. Okay. Well, for the atheists, they have no God to worship, right? So what would be in place of that worship? Okay. The way I see it, there are three objects of worship for the atheist. Okay. There is earth. Okay. Kind of like environmentalists and, 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 you know, people, oh, great, uh, Gaia, earth, mother, all that, you know, all that nonsense. Um, there is the worship of earth. There is the worship of mankind. And the third one is an extension of that. By extension of mankind, there is the worship of self, okay? Well, you're saying I'm selfish? Yeah, yeah, I'm saying you're selfish. I'm selfish. My wife is selfish. Everybody's selfish, okay? We're all fallen. We all come short of the glory of God, okay? So, yeah, I'm calling you selfish, but I'm also calling myself selfish, okay? But I also understand that there's a worship of God that needs to be had, and to deny self hopefully more than every once in a while uh is is the goal here but if the atheist has no god to worship then their only thing they can worship is themselves or mankind as a whole right um uh you think about it think think about the sports that we watch you know we we worship these athletes they're so amazing look what he did and and we're we're looking up all these stats and we're looking up well Shaquille O'Neal had this many you know, uh, this many dunks in this season, this many points in one game. And, you know, we look at all the, you know, the Olympics just happened. You know, we, we, we worship these people who are just great athletes and they're great athletes. I mean, they're at the peak of physical human condition, but it's nothing compared to what God is. It's nothing to compared to the power that God has nothing at all. They're worshiping these humans. They're worshiping mankind. Not only that, they're worshiping God's creation. Okay, that says they 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 worship the creator rather than uh, they worship the creation rather than the creator. Okay, um, like animals, you know, we back back in the Egyptian uh, the ancient Egyptians would worship cats, right? Or you know, you have certain like uh, the uh, the ancient Chinese worship dragons, and yes, dragons were and are an actual animal. Okay, I don't think they always called them dragons. Okay, I think today we call them dinosaurs, but that's a whole nother episode right there. Uh, so yes, dragons did exist. We just call them dinosaurs nowadays. Um, so um, so those are your three objects of worship for the atheist. You have Earth, you know. I think the proof right there is just, you know, the environmental movement. We have to protect the Earth. The Earth is so sacred. If all of us have to die in order to keep the Earth alive, we must do the. We must sacrifice ourselves for the earth you know i i that's obviously worshiping the earth i mean we're obvious oh no you know we're no we're just trying to keep the earth alive for our children no you're clearly bowing down and worshiping the earth i mean it's just 
it's palpable the way the way these environmentalists are i mean think about it we what did what did prince henry say or prince was it prince philip i i'd rather i'd like to come back as a virus to kill off most of the population why so the earth can sustain okay so the earth is more important than humans what what if we had enough technology to leave earth okay well then earth is not important anymore what about that you know we're we're all we're all concentrated on space travel and this and that and going to the moon and going to mars you know what the earth isn't important at that point i mean let's let's give up on the earth at that point uh anyways that's a tangent guys i'm sorry that's a, that's a little rabbit trail i'm not saying that that i i hate the earth and i want to destroy the earth in fact the bible tells us to be stewards of the earth we're meant to take care of the earth to take care of the land and take care of animals to take care of god's creation we're commanded to do so so the christian actually does like the earth we love the earth we live on the earth so yes as long as we're here we might as well take care of it i agree but the earth isn't something to be worshiped okay um mankind i think that's an obvious we're talking about atheists or we're talking about um athletes and that and worshiping athletes um and and really really when it comes down to it is is the worship of self well if god doesn't exist then i must be god okay god doesn't exist and i'm i'm him that's what the atheist will say i mean truly truly that's 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 deep down what what they believe you know god doesn't exist and i am god okay that's plain and simple uh i gotta move a little quicker guys i'm only on the first point and i got six more to go um so the second point is the savior does the atheist have a savior well sure the atheist has a savior the savior is science the savior is time right okay you think about evolution in terms of evolution what's the savior of evolution well it's time well well you know give it enough time and evolution will happen right and time is the savior science is the savior science proves there is no god right science this science that science doesn't prove there is no god in fact science changes right science changes it's interesting that science changes when it's convenient for them but when it's not convenient for them the science is set in stone and can't be changed no science is a process science isn't a now science is a is really it's a it's a it's a it's a verb you do science okay you do you 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 play out the scientific method right you have you have a question you 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 um build a hypothesis you run experiments you gather data and you you build you make a conclusion i know there's seven point right seven points of the scientific method i know i didn't name all all seven but science is a is a method science is a process it's not a set in stone thing science changes right and it's not that science changes that's kind of an incorrect way to to say it i mean i probably should retract that it's not that science changes is that science is just a process it's not a thing you know it's not it's not a set of data points that's not science that's part of science but it's not science itself science doesn't say things scientists do a little uh a little tidbit from frank turk look him up he's pretty interesting cross-examined okay uh that's that's um anyways uh let's move on from that frank turk uh he's he's a pretty interesting guy um I don't agree with him on everything, but, um, you know, learn to discern. You, you, you eat the meat and spit out the bones, right? Uh, so, yeah, of course the atheist has a savior. It's science. It's time. Of course they have a savior. 
okay? And I know what you're thinking by now. You're like, well, these aren't really things like the Christian believes in a savior and the Christian has an object. No, it really is, okay? Stop splitting hairs here. You have an object of worship, okay? It's yourself. It's the earth. It's mankind. You have a savior. It's science. It's time. Time saves your precious evolution theory because if you didn't have billions of years, your 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 theory looks pretty dumb. I mean, it looks dumb without it. Yeah, it looks dumb with billions of years, but take away billions and millions of years, and it's obvious it doesn't work, okay? Uh, so time is your savior. Science is your savior. Uh, and um, as Kent Hovind would say, I'm not against science. I'm against, I love science. And I do. I think science is is interesting. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I don't like the poison um, that's mixed in with the science. Okay, so Speaking of poison that's mixed in with the science, point three, a Bible or religious text. So the Christian obviously has the Bible. The, uh, the Muslims have the Quran, right? The, the uh, modern day Judaism has the Talmud. Um, you know, there's, there's all kinds of religious texts for all kinds of religions all over the world. But what about atheism, right? Okay. Uh, well, I think it's pretty obvious. The religious text of the atheist is the textbooks specifically the textbooks that ha that are filled to the brim of evolutionary science <coughs> excuse me so i mean that's that's pretty obvious i don't really even think we have to talk more about that one um yeah pretty simple it's the it's the textbooks it's the textbooks specifically those that are are just are just packed it, packed can't go one sentence without using either millions of years or evolution says this or we've proven evolution or here's proof for evolution or you know this and that whatever it's those are the that's the religious text of the atheist and and you're saying well that's science that's sci you know that's yeah that has nothing to do with religion that those textbooks that's science those are peer-reviewed science books no it's not science there science can be done without any amount of evolution you don't have to do any science at all. You think a doctor cares? You think a surgeon is thinking about, you know, I bet we came from monkeys when he's working on somebody's heart in an open heart surgery? No, he's not thinking. He's thinking, I better not cut this right here. He's he's worrying about his anatomy. He's worrying about he's not worrying about how our anatomy might look similar to a monkey. He doesn't care about that. He's just trying to cut this and not cut that so the patient doesn't bleed out and die on his table. Okay? You don't need any evolution. Okay, you you need no evolution to talk about to 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 talk about science. Okay, evolution is not science. Evol there's nothing scientific about evolution at all. Period. Moving on, place of worship. What about a place of worship? Well, the atheist doesn't go to church, right? Okay. Well, <laughs> this is kind of an extreme case, but yeah, there are churches of atheism. Like it's it's pretty funny. They have the church of the, of, of atheism or the atheist church. Or, so there are, there are actual atheist churches out there. It's funny. Um, so yeah, we kind of don't really need to go on, but I think there's a better answer for this one. The place of worship. It's obvious. It's the colleges, the universities, right? I mean, look at what they're teaching them nowadays. Just, just, just look, I don't need, I don't really want to get political, but just look at what they're teaching them nowadays. I wouldn't send my child to, to college if somebody paid me to do it, okay? I just would not. It's it's a poison. They're getting nothing. But unless they changed everything head to toe with all universities and colleges, I wouldn't I wouldn't send my son 10 feet, 10,000 feet near a college. Not, not at all. 
not if not even if somebody paid for his tuition i don't care okay uh it's just it's just nothing but poison okay and and again specifically in the in the in the classes that are teaching you know paleontology evolutionary science evolutionary uh biology all those classes that are just it's just nonsense there's no science nonsense it's just nonsensical at all it's all poison it's all it's not science okay those are the places of worship they gather they gather gather together and they have their leader which is kind of the next point i'll tie that in they have their leader teaching them all this poison uh but not only that you have conventions all the time evolution convention conventions where they have keynote speakers talk about the newest developments and evolution and oh we just found this bone and it proves that you know it proves that that humans definitely came from apes i mean we got the proof now side note isn't it interesting that evolution is a just a fact of science but yet they're always trying to come up with proof they're always trying to oh well this proves it right here right here how can you deny evolution and then two months later well this right here this proves it okay okay how often do you hear somebody say, well, this right here, this, oh, oh, we just found something. This proves two plus two equals four. No, you don't hear that. You never hear that. You know why? Because it's a settled fact. We don't need to go on trying to prove two plus two equals four. It's a settled mathematical fact. We don't need to do anything else. And if evolution were truly a fact of science, you wouldn't hear anything like that. It would just be, well, that was it. Okay, moving on. Let's go. We don't need to talk about it anymore. Why Why keep doing these digs? Why keep trying to prove it if it's already true? Hmm, interesting. We're not, again, it's pretty, we're not We're not continuing to try to prove 2 plus 2 equals 4. It, it just equals 4. That's it. You learn it in kindergarten, or you learn it in first and second grade, and you're done. Moving on. Okay, so, um... Anyways, rabbit trail, I know. Um, uh, leader. Let's move on to leader. And I kind of mentioned part of it in the uh, in the last point there. You know, your your professors, your college professors. That's one. That's one. That's one way to look at it. But I think it's it goes even beyond that. Okay. Think of like Christopher Hitchens or Richard Dawkins or Bill Nye the Science Guy. These are your priests, guys. Okay, atheists who are listening, these are your priests. Okay, and it, it, and I say that because I know, no matter what they say, you're not going to look it up. You're just going to see it, and you're saying, "Oh, great, proven, good to go. Don't need to look it up myself. Proven." Okay, just like uh, just like the Catholic priests, right? And I'm not Catholic. I'm not even close to Catholic. Um you know, the Catholic priest will say something or, uh, you know, something that seems to contradict the Bible, but it doesn't matter. As soon as the priest, as soon as the, uh, as soon as the Pope says it, done deal. Okay. It doesn't matter what the Bible says. The Pope says it. Okay. Pope says that evolution happened. Oh, doesn't matter what the Bible says. Even though the Bible clearly says 6,000 years old, Pope says evolution is true and the earth is billions of years old. Well, Pope said it must be true. They, they don't look into it. They don't study it out. It doesn't matter. Pope said it. Okay, it's the same thing with your Christopher Hitchens and your and your Richard Dawkinses and your your uh, Bill Nye the Science Guys is and you know all of them like every single Stephen Hawking's all of them if they say it it doesn't matter you're not gonna look it up it doesn't matter you're just gonna hear it and you're gonna regurgitate it like like a parrot doesn't matter 
Okay, next one, creed. What's a creed? Creed, maybe a code, code of ethics, moral code. Does the atheist have a creed? Well, um, we could go kind of deep into, you know, apologetics and say, and, you know, ask questions like, well, if God doesn't exist, well, how do you, how do you explain morals? How do you explain love? How do you explain this? How do you explain that? And those are fair questions and very good questions. And they trip them up all the time. They try to find ways out of it, but um, their answers are never quite satisfactory. But um, atheists, everybody's got a code. Everybody's got a creed. You have something you believe in. You might waver on what you believe in, just like the Christian does. I believe I'm not supposed to, you know, lie. I'm not, I'm not supposed to, you know, um, be angry with my brother. You know, I'm, I'm not supposed to do those things. Do I do those things? Of course I do. Do I want to do those things? No. Do I feel guilty after I do those things? Yes. Why? Because I broke my creed. I broke my code. The code is being the Bible. Like I, I broke God's law by doing that. And of course I feel guilty of it. And when the atheist breaks their creed or their code, you, you better believe they probably feel guilty about it too. And, <clears throat> and they probably say to themselves every New Year's, you know, I'm going to be better at doing this or I'm going to be better at doing that. You know, everybody's got their creed. Everybody's got their code. I don't really need to explain it. I, I, I mean, I really don't need to explain it. If you don't have a creed or a code, then you're, then you're, uh, then you're cold and in the ground. That's, I mean, next. So this next one, this one's kind of a bonus um, because it it's, I mean, all of these, every, every single one of these points is a bonus. The fact of the matter is atheism is a belief that God doesn't exist. Not a, not a conclusion of a fact, a belief that God doesn't exist. And based off of the fact that it's a belief it falls under the idea under the realm into the realm of religion. So every single one of these points is a bonus. It's just it's just a way to to say, well, okay, you want to bring all these up? Well, here you go. Well, you, you want to say that you don't have an object of worship? Yeah, well, I bet you do. You want to say that you don't have a savior or a bible or a place of worship? Yeah, I I I think you do. You want to say you don't have a leader? You don't have a creed? Well, you definitely do. If you don't have a creed, like I said, you're cold and in the ground. So, uh, but this next one is kind of like an extra, extra, and it is communion. Now, what is communion? Well, for the Christian, it's, uh, it's basically uh, remembering the Last Supper, the Lord's Table, um, communion. Uh, you know, you, you take of the, uh, of the fruit of the vine and you drink it. It is, it is supposed to represent Christ's blood that he sheds for mankind. Um, and you take the bread and you eat it. That's supposed to represent his body, which was broken. Um, so that's that's what communion is. So what is communion for the atheist? Well, here's the thing. I don't mean to be assuming, and I don't mean to be insulting when I say these things, but the fact of the matter is alcohol is the communion, okay? Um, and, and yes, alcohol is not permitted biblically okay it's not permitted it's a poison it truly is a poison it's bad for your body people say well it's got antioxidants yeah well it's also poison <laughs> well it's it's good you know it's got antioxidants yeah well it's also going to destroy your liver okay well it's got antioxidants yeah well it's also killing your brain cells so it doesn't matter you can give me all the antioxidants you want okay if a bullet had antioxidants on it you better believe i'm not going to take one to the head 
Okay, it doesn't matter how many antioxidants are on that bullet. It's not going in my head. Okay, um, so uh, and, and and you can't tell me that well, all atheists don't drink alcohol. Mm, yeah, you're you're probably right. There are definitely purists out there who don't want alcohol to be in their body because they know that it's bad for them. But I know Christians who make excuses why they why why they are allowed to drink alcohol. So don't tell me that there are atheists out there. Don't tell me that most atheists out there don't drink alcohol, okay? I know they do. And again, I'm not trying to shame you, okay? This is, this is, the fact of the matter is alcohol is a poison. And the the sooner you can get away from it, the better, okay? And and if you never get to that point, okay, you live your life, I'll, I'll live my life. I'm just telling you what the Bible says, okay? Um, so that's kind of an extra one right there. Um, so, so what do we have here? Well, atheist has all the requirements, both of the atheist and the proper definition, um, the atheist viewpoint and the proper definition of it, um, it's, it has all the requirements of being an actual religion. But, you know, like I said, these, these points are, are not what I would think to require of religion, you know, object of worship, savior, Bible, or a place of work. Now, obviously there has to be some kind of worship or like, again, the definition, a particular system of faith and worship. So maybe, if anything, that first point, an object of worship. Okay, well, what do you worship? Well, you worship yourself. Okay, your Savior's time. Your Bible is the textbooks. Your place of worship is the schools and the conventions the atheists, that atheists, that evolutionists have, you know, with their keynote speakers. Your leader is, is those professors in those universities and Bill Nye and Richard Dawkins and Stephen Hawking. Everybody's got a creed, and again, communion was kind of just an extra there. Uh, I, <coughs> excuse me. I think it's just a simple case of logical definition. That's it. What's the what's the logic here? Well, atheism, they have to believe that there is no God. You can't. You, well, it's just a lack of a belief. No. It, well, it's the belief in the. It's the belief of an opposite. Then, okay, it's the negative of that belief, which which is still a belief. You believe there is no God. You cannot prove that. Just like I can't prove that God actually exists using science and, and this and that. But I can logically and reasonably come to the conclusion that God exists. Okay? Just like in your mind, you can logically and reasonably come to the conclusion that God doesn't exist. But you can't prove it using your science, your Savior. Okay? It's a belief that God does not exist. Therefore, it's a belief. Therefore, it's a religion. Put together with all these other points that I mentioned here, it's obviously a religion, okay? And and again, it might break some hearts, but it doesn't matter. Listen, atheism is a religion. You're not above it. You're not holier than thou because you think you have no religion. You have religion, okay? You have religion, and and that's that's just a fact. I'm sorry, um, but anyways, we're gonna end it there today folks um i'm glad i was able to get through all of those in a decent amount of time again check out for that second episode on the youtube channel i'm sorry i was not able to get it up on these podcast platforms check out those other videos on the channel it's got some really good stuff um talking about again like i said uh these supposed contradictions kind of breaking them down tearing them apart and just proving that it is reasonable to believe in the bible the bible has no errors King James Bible, King James Version, okay, I'll put that in there. The King James Version has no errors, 
you can trust it. There's no reason to not trust it. Um, but that's going to be it for today, guys. Thank you for joining me on Kazoo Corner Podcast. I have been Zach. And as always, God bless.